Good afternoon, Ben. Good afternoon, everybody. I'm a guy with a camera here. If you die, can I have your car? Sweet. <laughs> Curious ramblings. <laughs> good afternoon, Ben. Good. Yep, quarter past, good afternoon. Welcome to Double View again. Thank you. It's really nice to be here. And this is our episode number 10. We've got yeah. this far. I can't believe it. Oh, yeah, actually, no, I can't believe it. I thought we'd been taken off the air one. <laughs> <laughs> it's been some highs, some lows. 10 episodes in now and we still haven't got our sound sorted so the people who are listening there is a high chance that the quality of this recording is worse than the previous night. Yeah. Maybe episode one quality? Was that... <laughs> I think it is. We've gone back to our yeah, roots. We've gone back to our roots. So Just... how's your week been Ben? Um, my week, I'm so tired today. <laughs> so tired. We went out last night to see Friends All Wrong and they had a few too many beers I think. Probably the wrong beers I would say. The wrong beers. Oh uh, yeah, there weren't nose beers, <laughs> but um, I think I've said this phrase to you before, when you go out drinking, you're just simply borrowing happiness from tomorrow, <laughs> so now I'm paying back that happiness that I, had, that I borrowed last night. Did you even drink that much? I feel like uh, enough to make me, it's a lack of sleep as well, just no sleep, and now we've got beers in front of us, anyway, how, how was your week? My week's been pretty good, the Friends of Wrong gig last night was wicked. Some, some good tunes there. Um, I was down south in Margaret River for a video shoot. So for one of the, I guess the company I work with, they own a couple of um, brands. And we were down there doing a video shoot with a pretty well-known photographer, Andrew Seamark, and with one of the winemakers. So looking forward to see how that comes out. Yeah, okay. Uh, that was pretty good. Got a, a nice night of sleep as well for the first time uh, in a while. Yeah, okay. You look so well-rested. Do I? I feel a little bit tired as well. Well, you've got a child. You went out last night and you are so much more vibrant than I am today. <laughs> so I don't know what the secret is. Um, and got in a little surf on, yeah, yesterday. So You were saying you caught a wave, changed postcodes? I changed postcodes. I went all the way to City Beach probably. Oh, yeah. Good. In front of us, we've got two beers. So this is another blind tasting. Yep. Um, I'll let you taste them and then I'll bring out the cans and you can sort of work out what's what. I don't even want to drink anymore. I think I need to spend a month just going to some sort of retreat and really look after myself. A yoga retreat? <laughs> a yoga retreat. All right, I'm going to go for one on the right. Mm. The one look, looks nicer to me. Thanks for the glasses. Spectacular. I love this. <laughs> Did you just borrow these from somewhere? No. No, you purchased we them? You purchased them, yep. Oh, wow. And just like that, all my sins are washed away. I feel good. <laughs> That's nice. What is that? Is this, this is going to be a... Try the second one. It's going to be one of those things where you bust it out, a swan draft and a Victoria bitter. <laughs> mm. So for the listeners, we've got... Oh. On the left, we have a darker... Well, it looks... The colour is a little bit darker. And then to the right, we've got almost reminiscent of a summer ale, I would mm. say. So what are you thinking, Ben? I like the one on the right, the better, the most. <laughs> it just looks lovely as well as it tastes, it tastes good too. The other one... What is the one on the left? Well, what styles are they, do you reckon? I have no idea. It's beer style. That's all I, that's all I care about. Okay. So you like the one on the right? Yeah, the one on the right. So let me give a little bit of info behind our beers here. The one on the right is from Beer Farm oh, yes. in Marga River. Mm-hmm. So it's an Indian pale lager. So it's mixing, I guess, oh. you, you do taste that a little bit of pale okay. ale. Yep. But it has sort of, yeah, it's got a lager taste. It's really nice. It's got three American hop varieties. It's a bit tropical, 
40 on the bitterness scale. Oh, that's right. So I thought on the left-hand side, we've got this beer from Norway called Isbjörn, which means, if you translate that from Norwegian into English, it means ice bear, okay. which is basically a polar bear. And this is a Pilsner lager from the northernmost brewery in the world. So I thought if we're going to go from the most northern, why not go south Quite as south. I could? I couldn't get anything from Esperance or Bremer Bay, so I've gone... And there's no breweries on Antarctica you think of? <laughs> not that I know of. Uh, the Eastbjörn is made with pure Arctic water. Wow. So very pretty crisp, but not it's to your liking. Down, it's, it's a simple beer, though. It's growing on me. Like, the first taste was a little bit... I don't know about that. But now that I know it's made from Arctic water, which I'm assuming is thousands of years old, snow melt or something. So, last week we had the Kolsch. Last week? Was it, no, no the week before, this, sorry, this the Eagle Bay. Bay. Yeah, Eagle Bay. And yeah. that was made, that's made from rainwater, pure rainwater. Do you know the difference between a lager and a ale? No, one's spelt differently. So lagers are traditionally, they are bottom fermented, which means they're fermented at a cooler temperature. Okay. Which allows for, it takes longer to ferment. The yeast consumes the sugar slower, which generally makes a lager a little bit more crisp. Okay. While the ales are top fermented, so mm. fermented in a warmer temperature. Yep. I feel so smart right now, but... Um, but you're reading off your phone, so... <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm reading my notes. Wikipedia. Um, and the Kolsch is actually a type of ale. Okay. So, a bit of info there. Thank you, I feel smarter. <laughs> the brain cells that I killed last night <laughs> have now been replaced by newer, smarter brain cells. <laughs> what else is going on? I guess what? Did I tell you last night? My car's finally on the way. Finally on the way. Finally pick it up in a couple of weeks. So no more shitty paint job. <laughs> Are you going to do a private sale on your shitty paint job? Yeah, I'll try and flog it off to some unsuspecting customer. <laughs> Mechanically, it's sound. Mechanically, it's sound. It just looks like... You don't reckon you've thrashed it a bit? Yeah, but you need to do that to just keep the car keep the car alive. <laughs> keep it guessing. I do thrash the shit out of it. But yeah, no, that's exciting. Got the phone call the other day. So I get all these phone calls. For, and unless I know the number, I don't answer because there's just so many scam calls yeah. or whatever they are. And then if they don't leave a, a voicemail, then yep. they're not getting any, any callback or anything like that. I know, do you do, this, do you screen your calls like that as well? I don't answer most calls, yeah. And if they leave a message, then I know it's someone important. Yeah. Sometimes you get the message, the voicemail is left and it's just silence or some dude doing he heavy breathing down the phone. <laughs> the guy I hooked up with last night. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, apologies also, we've got a few baby sounds yeah. happening, but I think it adds to the podcast. Always guessing. Yeah, guess the baby noise. Yes. And we may have, we've got a guest coming in pretty soon. He's walking. Um, he's around the corner and we've all got, also got someone maybe picking up some baby stuff so apologies oh if there's God, a few interruptions Ben it's a zoo in here it's a zoo <laughs> <laughs> so what else we, do we have anything else to talk about I think, I think we're done Wait, okay see I, you next week I think that's it can I finish the beers <laughs> no I just keep defaults to, to beats I'm so tired and like, I can't speak I'm literally just dying I'm probably dying a fiery wreck on the way home in car <laughs> and I'll laugh at it yeah, okay. That's nice. Sorry, do we have what? What I was going to say, do we move on to hybrid animals? Or what's, uh, yeah, okay. what's next on your agenda? My agenda is pretty fluid. It's just whatever, whatever we want to talk about. <laughs> but yeah, I, did, I thought about... So what did we do last week? It was New Olympic sports. Yep. And I liked the com combining of things. So I thought about, let's do hybrid animals. If you could combine two animals, well, more than those, as many animals as you want, what would you combine? 
and I broke mine down into two categories. I'd combine them for the purposes of food and also the ultimate predators. I don't know how you went down. I went pretty much mutant weirdo oh, okay. hybrids, which would probably which would eat you. Yeah, okay. So what have you got? Okay, my first one is I've got a lion snake hybrid. So thick medusa type. Yeah. So there's a lion and basically its mane is snakes. Snakes. Okay. <laughs> what do you think of that? That's just I mean that's terrifying. Like So the snakes are poisonous. Yeah. And you've got a lion that will just rip you apart. So what gets you first? The snakes bite you and then the lion devours you? Probably or both at the same time. Okay. What's what are snakes? Like king cobras or something? King that'd, browns. That'd be pretty king, oh, browns. king browns, okay. Yeah, that's pretty scary. Um <laughs> You, yep. didn't, you did not expect that one, did you? No. Well, I, was, again, I wasn't sure where, you, where you're coming from. So, all right. So, I'll do my predators. How many did you come up with? Three. I've got six. Because I did food and predators. Maybe I won't talk about So, okay, all right. Predators. That's thought, only pulled your weight. I thought like a tiger and an eagle. Did you do that as well? <sighs> Similar. Similar. So, go on. Because the big cats to me are just like already the ultimate predators, right? Yeah. Imagine just a tight tiger's <laughs> flying around with eagle-like vision and just swooping down, taking humans. Epic. And just, yeah, ultimate predator. I have got a wedge-tailed eagle hybrid with uh, a Komodo dragon, so basically a pterodactyl. <laughs> yeah, pterodactyl. <laughs> pterodactyl. <laughs> a pterodactyl. Um, I thought that would be pretty Yeah, that would be well. pretty... Because they're... Yeah, the Komodo dragons, they're pretty scary too, right? They're they are, but I reckon your lines, that's... Yeah, these no tigers. Tiger eagle. Tiger eagle, that's... I think that's next. That's scary. Imagine just being hunt like going outside and there's <laughs> tiger eagles. You wouldn't go outside, would you? No, imagine yeah, just being terrified. Like you already like, springs already a hassle with magpies. <laughs> yeah, and then you've got tiger that's, eagles. Well, I had um. Did wait? Did you have another one? Oh, that one. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I've got one more. Crow, a crocodile and a crow, and I'm just thinking like crow-sized crocodiles that fly again, going with the flying. <laughs> I think that would be really annoying because you know how crows are just so annoying. <laughs> they're just like tiny little crocodiles that they could probably nip at you, but they wouldn't kill you. But yeah. they're just super annoying, pretty intelligent because crows are smart. But if you get a whole murder of crows, oh man, yeah, okay, it'd be like those little dinosaurs from Jurassic Park in Lost World. Yeah, 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 yeah. that kind. Of, yeah, it'd be just like that. Super annoying crocodile crows. I've got one that I thought of this morning. I was vacuuming and I saw spiders, and I thought, what about a tarantula with a leopard head? So the size of a leopard, oh, okay. but tarantula. Ah, uh, that's again. That's that scary. Yeah, that's pretty bad. That would, I reckon, the web that would make would probably catch a tiger eagle, <laughs> <laughs> and then possibly imagine that just like a massive web, and there's a tiger eagle caught in there. <laughs> the cheetah tarantula comes out. <laughs> the tarantula comes out. <laughs> oh, I think if you were to get spiders that were say. Even 20 kilo spiders. How scary... That would be so Giant, scary. Yeah, like in Harry Potter. The way they're crawling up walls and over they, walls. Yeah, and... they're just evil. Like, spiders are just pure hatred and malice. <laughs> just into an animal. So if you find one in your house, do you take it out or...? Spiders? Yeah. I take it out, all right? <laughs> yeah. No, I don't... Yeah, I don't let it live. <laughs> no? No. Just burning hell. <laughs> do, right. you, do you... Yeah, I try and save them. Do because you? I find that... Spiders eat flies, and there's one thing I hate more than spiders. It's flies. It's flies. So a, flying, a fly spider then would be <laughs> your ultimate. What about a cheetah and a shark? Because a shark is a terrifying predator, like apex predator in the ocean. 
imagine being able to run on land as well <laughs> the speed of a cheetah <laughs> just, it's just death it's, it's not, we're not safe anywhere if you had all these animals yeah I don't think I think there'd be no humans there'd be <laughs> we'd live underground imagine that would be just dwell, living in caves with, we'd be like moles <laughs> the mole people I had food ones as well yeah I like little chicken drumsticks Mm-hmm. So I thought about chicken and a, and a centipede. So you've just got a chicken with a hundred legs, just for those little drumsticks. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Yeah, it would look pretty weird, wouldn't it? And what are your other ones? Uh, food related. Yeah. Um, again, I love beef ribs. So I thought if we could cross a cow with an African elephant, just like the largest <laughs> land animal, so you get really big beef ribs. That would be good. I'd feed you for a month. Yeah, that'd be nice. <laughs> and a pig and any other animal, because bacon and pigs are the most versatile animal I just don't you, you love them. bacon yeah I love I love my pigs should that be should we do, just do a podcast on um, on pigs and bacon we could probably do it yeah a hundred episodes or so <laughs> things you could wrap bacon in oh that's good what's on your list oh I've got times we've been embarrassed last week yeah times we've been embarrassed I don't I was thinking about this I'm just such a normal human being you've human done, being never done anything embarrassing well, I have but it's funny, and I don't know if I can talk about it. Oh, okay. Why not? Because <laughs> people will look at me different. <laughs> okay. I, I can. That's fine. Do you? Do you? I yeah, do. I do you want me to? Differently. Do you know anyway. the my walk home needing to have the toilet story? Oh, I think I've heard this. Yeah. Wait, you had a toilet story before, didn't you? Where you needed your undies, and you had to flush them down the toilet. I've got a similar one. Yeah. Right, I might as well Go tell on. it. I don't know if I've told it. We're only 10 podcasts in. I have a feeling the longer we go, we're just going to repeat ourselves. Yeah. So was, I was, um, we were at GBT in Junula, and that was around. Oh, yeah. Got the train to Stirling and then had to walk home. And on my way home, I noticed my stomach started to become a little bit uneasy and noticed I need to go to the toilet pretty quick smart. And at about two o'clock in the morning, there's not too many shops or anything open. So I decided to take my shoes off take my jeans off, take my undies off <laughs> and do number two on a tree. And then again, how am I going to clean myself up? Yep. So grab the undies, clean myself up through the undies on the tree. <laughs> They're still there too. Pull my jeans back on and continued home. You know what? And that's pretty embarrassing. That is. And actually, my first date with Domenica, I told her that story for some reason. Because you wanted to see you know, straight away... <laughs> If she, she would stick with is you. Is she a keeper? Yeah. I've never... It seems like common. I know plenty of people that have had to poop yep. while they're out. Yeah. I am the master of my sphincter. I can control... I've never sphincter had, master? Yeah, sphincter master. You could take that a different way. <laughs> <laughs> I've never had to do that before. I've sort of, sort of embarrassing, sort of funny story. We, went, we got invited to a Halloween party and I was dressed up as as like a serial killing doctor so I had like the, the medical scrubs and I was covered in just fake blood and I had this fake knife and got dropped off to the house and knocked on the door and these guys opened the door and we're just like yeah we're here for the party and he just looks at me like what party are you talking about and I thought he was just having a laugh so I just walked into his house I was like oh very funny walked into his house just this sadistic looking guy and he wasn't joking. I was at the wrong house. So I just walked into a stranger's house covered in blood. Who ordered the party? Yeah, yeah, that's right. It's a party. Yeah, he was freaked out. He was like, man, you scared the shit out of me. Hey? So that was a little bit embarrassing, I guess, but also funny. <laughs> that's really good. Yeah, that was pretty fun. <laughs> See, haven't I told you that before? No. <laughs> I think I've got a photo of, of me 
somewhere. Yeah. I'll see if I can get it, pop it up. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, And the other thing, embarrassed, I don't really have any other things other than I quite often have dreams where I'm naked in my dreams and I'll be walking somewhere. Oh no, <laughs> I'm, na- I'm naked. Really? <laughs> yeah. And I'm always like, trying to find something to cover myself up and it's weird or I've just got undies on and I'm walking around I'm like why am I doing this what is, That's what's this dream trying to tell me have you looked it up to see what no I haven't yeah, maybe you should see it's weird I know you're, maybe you're afraid of exposing yourself <laughs> like maybe, maybe that's what it is a deep seated anxiety I'm a psycho <laughs> you're a psychopath yeah it's oh, embarrassing yeah. I've got some video of you that's quite embarrassing oh yeah. you've got plenty of video of it it's quite <laughs> embarrassing yeah you, you could make a feature length film <laughs> The life uh, of Benjamin. Yeah. In high school, this is a poo-related one, I guess. But I didn't have to poop just somewhere on a tree. I went to the toilets, and I remember walking into the toilet thinking, where are all the urinals? This is weird. I don't know why they don't have any urinals in the guy's toilet. So I went to the toilet, proceeded to take a poop, and then I hear two girls' voices. <laughs> and so I'm pooping in the girls' toilet. <laughs> And it was, so just trying to wait out them leaving. <laughs> and like, the new ones come in. Yeah, and no new ones came in, but I was obviously trying not to wipe and make noise and then wait for them to go out. And then it's so hard to try and think, is the coast clear? It's like to open that door and just yeah. hope someone hasn't walked another... No one walked in, thankfully. Uh, so I got out of that one pretty <laughs> scot-free. <laughs> I've done that before. Yeah? Yeah. I don't know why I thought there was no urinals. They, you know, we were progressive time, progressive school, very <laughs> senior high school. A unisex uh, toilet. Do you want to hear a, a sort of funny story? Yeah. So I was looking through photos on my laptop mm-hmm. and I found a picture that I thought I had long since lost. It was a picture of a pigeon that I drew using Microsoft Paint. Yeah. And the reason I drew this picture is because years You love years flying ago, stuff. I love birds. Yeah. <laughs> years and years ago, I got a parking fine and I didn't feel like I deserved it <laughs> because I paid for a ticket and everything. But it turns out I bought like a, an hour and a half ticket, but where I'd parked, only let me park for 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. So I was outraged that I could actually park next to a machine that would allow me to buy a ticket for an hour and a half and then get a parking fine. So I was unhappy with that. Seeing, I've seen this guy on the internet who used to write letters to people, just yeah. funny letters to try and get out of stuff. Yeah. So I thought, I'm going to give that a go. So I wrote a letter to my local council with the parking area and I, I said that this picture that I've drawn is easily worth more than the price of the fine. So I asked them actually to send me change and difference. <laughs> and the reply that I got was, we have revoked the fine for you. So it actually worked. <laughs> but, really? Yeah. I actually sent them, oh, and I've got a picture of the picture and I'll put it up again. So you've got a picture and you've got some reasoning behind it? Yeah, I put, in, I put in this letter that I yeah. thought was quite funny at the time. Bro, very poorly written, but it was... It, <laughs> it would have been really poorly written. There would have been spelling mistakes. Yeah. No, no, I had spell check on. That's all good. But yeah, no, it was... It was uh, yeah, I couldn't believe it worked. <laughs> it's so good. Amazing. Talking about stories, should we talk about travel stories? That's great. That's great. It's a pretty good pigeon that's too, a, I think. It's a solid pigeon with scary eyes. <laughs> Yeah. That pigeon got monkeypox. It does. Travel stories. Yeah. Las Vegas. Yeah. We've spoken about Europe quite a few times. Yep. Europe is a center of the world, but let's talk about Vegas. I've got a funny story how we got to Vegas. Oh, yes. And you've got a funny story what you did on the first... No. No, it was Los Angeles. Los Angeles. Yeah. We 
I was in Switzerland with my Swiss mates. We all met up with, with the Australian crew in Las Vegas. It was supposed to only be about two and a half hours in Montreal on the way over because we went, went, we went Zurich, Montreal, Montreal, Las Vegas. Unfortunately, the plane got delayed and we were stuck at the airport bar. Um, <laughs> and had stuck, in, in, stuck at a bar. Just no. way too many drinks. <laughs> way too many drinks. We actually had all the Jägermeister they had left. <laughs> And one of our friends, I don't know if I should mention his name, but he took a sleeping tablet as well. And he was already had way too much. Ended up after, I think, nine hours being able Still to hop the on the train. Yeah. Uh, sorry, on the plane. Yeah. We've hopped in and the ladies are like, I think in hindsight, we were lucky we got on the plane. Yeah. Like, no more alcohol for these guys. We hop in. And then I've got two friends next to me, two Swiss friends. I'm on the aisle seat. And then I've got my other mate in the middle and then the culprit on the window seat. We've nodded off. We're sort of sleeping. And I remember about, I think it was half an hour into it, I get a tap on my shoulder from the friend next to me, pointing at our friend on the window. Is this the one whose last name is a vegetable? <laughs> yes. And, and he was on this, on this podcast. And he was on this podcast. <laughs> he has proceeded to power yak all over his jeans, all over the seat in front of him. And the guy next to me sort of, what do we do? Yeah. <laughs> what do we do? So, oh, Jesus. I've gone and I walked to the stewardess and I said, can I have a whole bunch of tissues and paper towel? Yeah. And she goes, why? I go, oh, oh my friend's got hay fever. <laughs> <laughs> so she's given me all these yeah. tissues and stuff. I've given it to him. He's taken off his jeans, <laughs> left them on the floor. Another friend of ours had a spare pair of basketball shorts or something like that. So he put them on. I've gone and moved, but before I've moved, um, the guy who's just power yacked and is in a bad state has said like, oh, how much longer? I said, oh, no, not much longer, only an hour left. And I've gone to the stewardess, how far are we into this? She's like, half an hour, you've got five and a half hours <laughs> left. Oh my <laughs> so God. I've had to move because there was just vomit everywhere. Um, and we got to Vegas in quite a state to be honest mm. it's pretty yeah. I remember seeing the photo of him on the plane I oh, think it was disaster yeah that's so bad five and a half hours and that would have sucked for everyone as, as around the stunk. so I moved and I found a seat yeah fortunately the spare seat those two people were sleeping yes. <laughs> and I've like sat on this seat Ooh. and they've woken up a little bit startled like yeah. <laughs> who's this guy <laughs> who's this guy I'm like, I had to sort of explain myself a little bit but I don't know if that's a funny story. It's an embarrassing it's, story. It's, it's pretty funny slash embarrassing. But and then when we left, oh, so we've, we've left vomit covered jeans and one of the ladies goes, there's always that one friend, isn't there? <laughs> <laughs> there yes, is, there is. There is always that one friend. You know yes. who you are. Yeah. Oh, goodness me. I guess uh, my US story ties into that a little bit. Yeah, you've there's got... There's a linkage there. So I have it's going to be with you for the rest of your life. I have a memory of my Las, Las Vegas, <laughs> Los Angeles, America trip. So I arrived in LA by myself to, because it was from Perth to LA was a flight and then yep. I was catching a coach to Vegas. Yeah. Uh, so I met your brother in Los Angeles. <laughs> you certainly did. And we thought we agreed to catch up and we'll go, I think we're going to go do one of those star tours, get on a bus and just do a tour of the Hollywood Hills and yep. see, see some stuff. But we met in the morning, had a bit of food. I don't think we could find a tour company or something. We were trying to, it was basically a spur of the moment thing. We we're trying to find a tour bus when we get there because surely they're, just, they're everywhere. Yeah. And then we walked past this bar that had something like 50 beers or something on tap. It was yeah. just ridiculous. So 
that piqued our interest. <laughs> and so we went in there, and I think we probably had all of the, <laughs> all of the 50 beers, not that many, but we, were, we, were, we got trashed. And then we went for a, a walk, I think we were trying to find, I think some ladies who may have lost their clothes, so I think we were trying to find them, just <laughs> help them get through medical school. Um, we couldn't find any, and we just continued drinking on this, on this drunken rampage, walked past a tattoo shop, I always, when I get drunk, I'm like, let's get tattoos. And it never really eventuates. Because the other people you're with probably... Usually, yeah, that. And also, smart. yeah, there's no, like, really just can't walk into a tattoo parlor in, in Australia. And yeah. I want a tattoo, you need to book it. So I walked in and we said, can we get a tattoo? And the guy, there's literally a guy on, on the table getting done. He was yeah. the owner, I think. Yeah. And he's like, yep, yeah, no worries. He gets off the table. They cleaned all the, all the table and gave us, like, fresh... Uh, fresh needles and everything so it wasn't like they just you know licked the end of the needle and started going on us so but we decided that a good idea would be let's get the date today's date because it's mm. been an epic day let's just get today's date it's quick it's easy yeah. and then your brother Mason said why don't we get tomorrow's date because that's the day we're all going to meet in Las Vegas all the Swiss guys and all the Australian guys mm. will be like an important date in yeah. our lives yeah. so yeah I agreed to that it was really quick and cheap the guy who owned it was giving us shots as well because he must have been having a laugh in his head like these two idiot Australian guys. So anyway, we get the date. Rock, being, rock up in Vegas and then this is where your story comes into play because your plane was delayed. You didn't actually arrive until the next day. Until the day after. So I have this tattoo and Mason has this tattoo of the, I think it's the 25th of March. Yeah. You didn't get there till the 26th of March. Yeah. So I have, we have this tattoo that just literally means nothing. Nothing at all. So <laughs> I get so much. I get yeah, a bit of shit for that. But <laughs> so you should. I think it's a funny story though. It was Mason's first tattoo as well. Good times. Good times. I just remember sitting on a ra- at a roundabout in LA, just so drunk, trying to figure out how to get home with a fresh tattoo. The fresh <laughs> And then the next morning, Mason and I were supposed to catch the same uh, coach. Yep. I was ringing him, ringing because we were picking him up from his uh, hostel. I think he was saying. Yeah. He would not pick up his phone and. I'm trying to contact him, the coach is waiting, and then it got to the point where the guy's like, we can't wait any longer, we've got other stops to make. So we made the call, we drove off, off to Vegas without Mason. <laughs> and then, yeah, he turns young, out he young Mason. had his phone plugged in to charge, and apparently someone unplugged it throughout the night, so it went dead. His alarm didn't go off, he slept through, had to organise another coach. Yeah, that's the first time that's happened to him. First time, yeah. 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 <laughs> it was so, I remember sitting on that coach, holding in vomit, because I just was so hungover. <laughs> And then I thought, I can't make it anymore. And we yeah. stopped. And I opened the door. Yeah. And just this wave of fresh air came in. And it was just like, it just reinvigorated me. I just <laughs> had like a new lease on life. And I managed to get through the rest of the trip without vomiting. So good. So good. We've got our next guest will be here pretty soon. So Should I take a pee? Yeah, maybe. So Nick, he's from a band called Miles Away. So he's a singer. A hardcore punk band, Miles Away from Perth. They've done some pretty big things over the years. They've got quite a few albums. That, four albums, you said? Yeah, I think they've got four albums. They've toured the world. Quite a big following in the hardcore punk scene. And he also loves the ocean, loves surfing. So, How old is he? Is he about our age? Uh, I think he's about our age. So, so middle-aged. <laughs> a middle-aged man. So, yeah. so let's, um, we'll chat to him. Yeah. Welcome, Nick. Thanks for joining. Thanks for having me. Um, I'm super stoked to have you here because... I'm not sure. I'm a bit of a punk fan. Um, we actually went to Friends of Rome last night. I was going to say, I saw a few um, mess- uh, like things on Facebook today, yeah. and I was like, oh, someone asked me last week, are you going? And I was like, 
well, I've already been to a show last week. Yeah. I'd like to see some bands. I better not push it too hard. Yeah. Pregnant wife, so. <laughs> I missed out a bit, I think. Good. They were really good. I did, yeah, two shows last week. I did like a Friday night and a Saturday night, but I felt pretty bad. <laughs> I, I tried to rush home as fast as I could. Did, did you go see or did you guys perform? No, I went and saw a band called Speed from yep. Sydney. So okay. a few band friends were playing and yep. um, one of the shows was at Beyond Skate, which was pretty cool. Oh, nice. In the skate area, which was yep. really cool. And the other one, I just kind of went to Northbridge, yep. snuck out, smoke bombed out as soon as they finished, kind of thing. So, yeah. Yeah, that's going to get tricky now because um, yeah. the little one on the way. How far yeah. away? Well, due, well, booked in for a C-section on June 15th. Oh, close. So, okay. yeah, probably a yeah, week and a half from now. So, wow. yeah, all on deck, all hands on deck now. So, yeah. yeah. How are you feeling? Feeling good, excited. Yeah. But um, pretty nervous as well. Yeah. Um, and then just scrambling to get the house ready because yeah. we just moved in probably a month or two ago. Yeah. So, yeah, it's all... Yeah, it's been a bit of a whirlwind, but yeah, getting there. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. I can imagine, like, we're five weeks in now, and it's still, I feel like I've aged about 10 years in, yeah. in five weeks. It's like the sleep will get you. Yeah. And you end up being a zombie, and then you're looking at it, you're thinking, this is great when it's not crying, then it's crying, <laughs> and it's crying, you're trying to. Yeah. It's like, oh, I'll take it. Well, yeah, it's, I guess, like, no matter what anyone tells you, it's not going to be exactly what they say, is it? No, so, it's like, not. Yeah. Do you know what you're having? Or is it going to be a surprise? Surprise, yeah, yeah. going to have a surprise. So, yeah, we thought there's not many left in the world, so let's, <laughs> let's do it. But yeah, <laughs> now cool. we're like, oh, I kind of want to know. So <laughs> just for name, like, you know, we've got a couple of names and stuff. Buying things as well. Like, it's, oh, not right. that it's, it's not that it's everything's pink and blue these days, yeah. but it still is kind of like, yeah. you go there and you're like, oh, really? Is that all the choice we have, pink or blue? So, yeah trying to get greens and, <laughs> and things like that so it's funny the first couple of photos we took of her in the hospital she had a blue sheet on yeah and then so many people are like, oh he's so beautiful and like, <laughs> blue. yeah he's so beautiful yeah. Yeah. and they always say i'm not sure if it's they just do it as doctors and nurses and midwives that they always refer to the baby of the fetus as a boy yeah, or he's okay. growing yeah, well. Yeah, I've noticed something. Hey, have you noticed that? Well? Red, yeah, yeah. Like with oh, really? He's yeah. growing well. Yeah, he's growing well. He's healthy. Is that, oh, so it's a sheep. Yeah, yeah. So he's doing well. <laughs> <laughs> have you had that as well? Yeah, I have. Yeah, yeah strange. Sometimes I think they're like letting it slip like that. Oh, they just forgot that we didn't want to know. And right. Like, yeah. Oh, so it must be a boy. Because everyone says, we get like all his friends say, oh, it's going to be a boy. It's going to be yeah, a boy. But, yeah. So you just kind of like mind bended into it. But yeah. I thought we were going to have a boy. Yeah. We Are you were surprised at I was super surprised because Dominica's, um, she's not one to sort of not, she doesn't like surprises basically. So mm. we did this test, I think in about 10 weeks, you can check oh, like no. whether there's, um, harmony tests yeah, the yeah. harmony test. Yeah. So we could, we, we found out and she found out straight away and then she got, she made this little pack and then presented it to me and ah, we thought cool. a boy, cause everyone's having girls, like yeah, a boy, yeah. boy. So I had a boy in my mind and then she like, I grabbed the box, I opened up the box. It's all like purple and pink colours. <laughs> and my reaction is, I just had boy in my mind, like oh, yeah. surfing and skating and yeah. music yeah. and yeah. Like, boy, boy, boy. Yeah. And it's like, oh, it's a girl. And into makes he disappointed. Like, no, no, no. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. And then just had this vision. Yeah, he just had this vision. And then it would have been about six weeks later, we had a scan or something like that, and they said, oh, do you want to know? Yeah. Oh no, we already know the gender. So like, cool. And then um. 
And then he mentioned, oh, this still a chance it could be a boy. And then when he said that, I was like, no, I want to, you know, it's a girl now. So yeah. it's like, I don't want a boy now. Yeah. yeah it's a girl, yeah. I know, yeah. I, just, I, just, I mean, probably the same thing growing up. I was always like, oh, yeah, boy, let's get a boy. Because, like, yeah, surfing and skating. Yeah. yeah. And it sounds really archaic, doesn't it? Like, <laughs> like girls can't do it. But it's like, Easy party. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, now I'm like, I'd be super stoked to have a girl. And, like, yeah, I but, love seeing, like, Dads and down the beach or the skate park, and yep. it's so cool. So I'm it doesn't matter like, in the end, though. Yeah, I'm like pumped either way. So yeah, yeah. Oh, that's exciting. So miles away, I started listening to Miles Away when I was in Switzerland. Actually, the repeat album and one repeat, yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. got the song Brainwashed. Yep, yep. That song I actually used for a little clip on uh, Instagram ages ago. A little oh, cool. bodyboarding clip I had. I was like, yeah. I popped that on. Did you pay royalties? Yeah. How many beers? <laughs> yeah. Uh, how did you get into Miles Way? Yeah, I was thinking about that actually well, on, on the way here last night. So I was like, I kind of, we were all like, said so went to Abercross High School, so kind of inland a bit. Um, yep. We all surfed though, our little group. Yep. Um, so we started listening to like, the music on bodyboarding videos or surf mm. videos, skate videos, and we're like, yeah, this is so like Pennywise and Friends. Yeah, and all those kind of bands, and, and you know, anything like that you haven't heard of, you're like really drawn to, and yeah. you try and find their CD at 78s or Mills yeah. or whatever, and they obviously weren't there, or if they were, it was like 40 bucks a CD. So then <laughs> we started, kind of started using like a boom box to like record off the TV, you know, the old school speakers, so you yeah. like get this terrible sounding tape, <laughs> then you'd play that in the car or whoever was old enough to drive. Yeah. That's probably getting away for a bit. But then probably we started finding out about some all ages shows, but not those kind of bands. It was more like the local bands like Beaver Loop and the bigger Perth bands at the time. And probably Perth bands weren't that big at the time. So they weren't punk bands at all. They were like more just like, I think there was like Cinema Prague and all these, yeah. these strange bands. But we'd go to some all ages shows and um, you know just have a good time because it was the first time seeing like bands and just being with your friends mm-hmm. um, and from there just start, I started going to more and more like punk stuff I guess finding out through Express or whatever yeah. and then I started going like starting to know a few people and then I started to know a few people in, in bands because I'd just always be there yeah. um, so through that I found out there's a guy a year older than me at my school, Ryan Sloan, he was in Ballpoint and Last Year's Hero. Last Year's Hero, is that a, were they a pop punk? Yeah, pop punk. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. before that, they were Ballpoint, which was more like technical, a bit harder. And, yeah. and we used to go watch them all the time, we were like super fans. Um, but I'd go to their practice and stuff and just like hang out in their room and like, I was not musical, I don't play anything, um, guitar or anything. So I would just hang out and yeah. drink beers or you know, just yeah. listen to good music and stuff. And I started hanging out with them a lot. So when they were going on tour, I'd sometimes tag along, do a bit of merch and stuff like that. Yeah. From there, kind of went to knowing more people. The scene got bigger and bigger and I knew quite a lot of people around. So when there was a band, like kind of people talking about doing new bands, they're like, oh, do you want to, would you be interested yeah. doing something with us? And I was yeah, totally. Like, I can only sing, or not sing, but shout. Um, <laughs> yeah, so that's ha- kind of how it happened. Like, it's a funny story, because I've said it a few times in, I think, written interviews. Um, Cam, our guitarist, he, um, we all used to go to Mills in Freo, and, like, you'd go and you'd listen to CDs, and you'd be able to mm. listen to them before you bought them. Yeah, um, that's at 78, so you could as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So on, that, on one of the walls, there's, like, a, a pin board with, like, you know, a community notice board or whatever, and, like, you know, bands are 
oh, like want to join this band or like guitarist looking for band and one day I was listening to a CD and I kind of looked over and it was like kind of like flash tattoo uh, badly drawn thing and it was like a uh, local punk band like a few hardcore bands that I, I got into and I was interested and I was yeah. like oh that's that's cool I'll take that number yeah and I, I think eventually called it up or maybe just spoke to someone about it and it ended up being Cam who I was, was at uni with anyway so uh, it was like we were like the two guys wearing like a gutter mouth hoodie and a strung out hoodie at, at uni so we'd always see each other <laughs> and like it was funny because like back then like not so much now I don't think but as soon as you saw someone with like a remotely kind of punk or yeah. hardcore hoodie or t-shirt you were like oh I'm just gonna have a chat with him because yeah. there's no one else around there weren't that many hey? yeah so now it's like I wouldn't just walk up to someone and go, hey, cool shirt, bro. Um, maybe I would, but um, yeah, it's that, that's how it happened. And then we just kind of like, they'd been in other bands, so that it was quite easy for me to just integrate. And, yeah. Was that before the whole pop-punk boom? Or was that around It was the around time? then. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'd probably been, I'd been on tour a couple of times with last year's Euro just doing merch. And that was like, yeah, New Found Glory yeah, time, yeah, yeah. Stun 41, all those yeah. bands. And um, I get into some of them, but yeah. probably not so much anymore but yeah, um yeah, no. it was uh yeah so there was still like a, a hardcore scene kind of kind of attached because yeah. Perth is so small that no matter if you were like pop punk hardcore even scar yeah. you'd all play yeah, together yeah, anyway yeah. so it was yeah it was yeah it was pretty cool then did you ever play with Irre- was it irrelevant yeah i saw them at leaderville skate park once yeah really really cool band i never actually played with them i know a couple of guys in it yeah. but um it just never worked out. I think they kind of like finished just as we were, or took a hiatus when we yeah. started out. And then, um, then they played a few shows after that and we'd always miss them. But yeah, yeah really cool band. With your um, singing, or you said shouting, or yeah. <laughs> how, um, like it, it's, it's pretty full on. Like I'm just yeah. trying to think, Ben and I went to, a, to Friends or we sung along yeah. to quite a few songs and yeah. like today my throat is a bit shouting, yeah. And mm-hmm. I was just thinking about you with touring and stuff where you, you're playing each day more, more or less like you travel it's pretty full on how do you yeah. keep your voice uh, in a good way yeah I think when I was younger I was really bad at it especially it was probably drinking and partying a lot more so I was just like there'd be days we'd play a show the next day and you'd be so haggard and <laughs> don't even know how like people wouldn't like oh, this band's terrible kind of thing. <laughs> but um, I don't know always with my voice I just I just pushed it as hard as I could and yeah. I never did any like kind of warm-ups or um you know there was no no routine for no, me. Mom, 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 no but later on I started to do that and I um especially when we were recording I, I figured out and as I got older I was like oh you know I want to put more effort into this I want to um do the best I can like when I record because I don't want it to come out half assed so yeah, like our podcast <laughs> <laughs> no I don't know probably yeah um but yeah, I find now, I'd, if I play a show now, yeah. I definitely do warm-ups and stuff. And yeah. I've found a few, like, um, you know, people I've recorded with have given me, like, MP3 kind of things where they give you all the warm-ups and stuff. Yeah. And tell you, like, I try to keep the, the voice uh, warm and stuff, like, so not drinking super cold beer probably before. <laughs> right. um, but, yeah, like, when we started out, we were probably playing, like, a show every every month or so so it was no that big deal i'd play go as hard as i could next day i'd have no voice go to yeah. go to work or go home and just whatever but there's been times where i've been on when we started touring like two or three days in you've blown you've not blown it but like you 
you walk around, you can't really talk to anyone until the show. So yeah, it's, it can be pretty pretty hard in that way. And even the other guys who do the backups, um, they find they lose their voice sometimes. Yeah. Just from, and then you like you're in smoky rooms, um, especially like you guys said, like last night was it Amphire? No, we were Devils. Devils. Bad, what? Oh, Badlands. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, okay. it used to be Devils. Yeah, but yeah. like you know, it's, it's noisy. Even when you're well, talking back then, to they would have been smoking. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Smoking's, yeah. yeah. So, so like, even when you're like in between the bands, you can't really hear each other anyway. So you you yelling over your beer yeah. to like even get heard. Like when we played Japan, we were toured there a couple of times, and like you play really small venues, but they they smoke real yeah. a lot there, and like. <laughs> We went in there and, and you know, none of us are really smokers anyway, but God, it was really hard to get used to. But after a while, I kind of got so used to it. It kind of warmed, it felt like it warmed me up, the smoke, um, and got me in the zone. Um, you started smoking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> reds. But there's, you know, it's funny because like I talk about losing the voice and stuff. Um, on the first time we went to Melbourne, so we'd organised a little tour. And we'd, I think, actually we'd done Queensland already. And so we're driving down, we did Melbourne, and I got really sick. And like I said, first time in Melbourne, and like we just had to say, like, a few hours before the show, oh, sorry, we can't do it because uh, <laughs> they're both yeah. sick. And I was like, just laid up in someone's, like, on someone's couch, and it was like, oh, what an anticlimax kind of thing. But yeah. over time, I realised that I've got to put a bit of work into yeah. it just to stay healthy and stuff. Yeah. But you know, that when you're out on the road with, you know, you're partying all the time. And you don't it's eat healthy hard. and you don't sleep. You don't well, eat healthy, yeah. you sleep really bad, like sleep a lot in the van or like you might be lucky to, you know, you, a lot of time you sleep on the floor like this and you have your sleeping bag and it's, yeah. it just is what it is. Yeah. You just do what you have to do. But yeah, I'd definitely like look at it differently now. Like when we tour now, which is very rarely, we do try to get a, like a just crappy hotel room or yeah. something rather than yeah. like just ask around the show for like some kid's basement floor or something. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> It's like, it, it's like what you said with the voice I find um, probably in punk and probably other genres it's not always about how well you play it's like the energy you give like, mm. Refused I found this are you yeah. a fan of Refu- Refused? Yeah, yeah, yeah I went and saw them in Switzerland and like mm. the singer shouts quite a bit screams yeah. sings but you don't even it's just the energy so you yeah. don't even yeah. really think oh he's Mr. Chord or he's like, exactly. it just that just makes up for anything and I think after you, after you leave a show like last night, it's just the whole energy and how much motivation and how enthusiastic they are. That yeah, just that's what makes a great show, with. right? Yeah, so yeah. even if your voice is sort of gone, yeah, you got. I think you look past that. Yeah, for sure. Compared to the other genres where you'd be like, oh, his voice is yeah, loud. That's, yeah. that's the main thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's part of the show. And yeah, yeah. I'm gonna say something about Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> we spoke about times you've been embarrassed. You should be embarrassed that you like Taylor Swift. What's wrong with she's a clutchy <laughs> visionary? No. Well, you're talking about the energy thing. So I'm not like huge into into music like you guys are. Yeah. Obviously, I like friends of mine went there. Yeah. I regret not actually going to see more live gigs than you know yeah. when I was younger. But my missus, when I first met her, she was right into into music. So when I first started seeing her, we she, I'd go out, you know, to like to go with her interests and things, and we saw this uh, <laughs> Viking metal band. Okay, yeah, I don't know, I yeah. can't recall who they are, but yeah. like you said, the energy, and I just remember it's like one of the coolest yeah. nights ever. That by the end of it, every piece of furniture that was in, in the room was up on stage, <laughs> and it was just like it was crazy madness. And yeah. I was like, it's so good, but so you're right about the energy stuff. It's all, yeah, part of the, you're yeah, more the show yeah. rather than yeah. like 
each picking out each like oh the guitarist is no good tonight yeah. oh, this was no good and especially with that um, with our thing like a lot of the bands like you you're handing out the mic a lot of the time for mm. the chorus you're not like it's not all on you so if you yeah. miss a few lines so you're engaging yeah. It. yeah so yeah yeah that's awesome yeah we're touring what's the best thing and what's like the worst thing I think touring like you know being able to see so much of the world or like yeah. Australia wherever you tour um, just seeing different cultures and places yeah. and things you've grown up kind of going it'd be amazing to go there one day but then to be able to do it through um, just like a crappy band it's like it's really cool it's awesome, um, obviously you meet like some really cool people and like I've got friends of you know who stayed friends with like you know from 20 10 15 years ago like you I never would have met unless it was through touring so yeah. that, that relationship building has been really cool and obviously seeing seeing bands the whole time and I think early on when we're touring there wasn't so much of social media there wasn't internet wasn't so big you know we didn't have um, smartphones so when you were in the band you were like talking crap the whole time <laughs> like, if you weren't sleeping or listening to your iPod I guess it, that came in later on as well and um, we were playing like charades and like <laughs> This stupid games where like you know um, you got to name a band after the, the last letter and you just keep uh, it going yeah, and just yeah. go and you're like on a six to eight hour drive so sometimes <laughs> those games get really intense um, <laughs> and in Europe obviously you'd be in bands they treat you really well we have a nice van with like a, a loft where you could sleep there's a TV in there so you can watch DVDs so we'd buy a couple of DVDs from truck stops and watch them and play games like playstation and stuff um that kind of stuff just hanging out yeah really cool. cool um and just especially in those bigger tours being like waking up somewhere else just it's really cool the bad points of touring probably like yeah um missing home um missing like you know feeling like when you do come back after a big tour you're like you've lost your um i know you just don't know where you fit in but you burnt um, out a bit as well yeah you burnt out yeah, yeah. and you're like oh like you gotta go back to work and yeah. like it's a real downer. <laughs> um, not that like, you know, you working on you might have the best job ever, but um yeah, like having to fit into like a normal routine again yeah. and not just be able to go out and eat where you want, drink whatever yeah. you want and do that kind of thing. Um, obviously it does take take its toll on relationships with people and stuff and your family you yeah. miss as well. Yeah, and sleeping is, can be pretty rough sometimes when you're sleeping. You're saying like on floors and being people's bases. Yeah, I mean, like we've slept all over the place. Like, you know, we would never book places before we went on tour. So you'd book a big tour. It could be a month or two, three months. We went on a few tours like across continents. And you'd have someone who kind of organised the shows there, but never really. They don't like book your hotels or anything. So it's up to you whether you want to spend that extra money. And we, yeah. we never would because we were like just you know 20s and you just want to have money for your beer to yourself yeah exactly <laughs> pretty much um and then so yeah we'd sleep on like hardwood floors we stuck in like tennis courts random places just like just people's garages and just wherever you get and yeah. whoever gets the couch first so you're like, oh, <laughs> you're like it's always like a, a race into the house like where you're gonna go and you end up like and like we've been one time we talked about this a, a few weeks ago we were in Sweden after the show we like said on stage oh if anyone's got a place we could crash tonight it'd be you know super super helpful so someone came up to us after the show and they were like um, yeah my dad's got this um, like house in the it's not too far from here so it's like yeah we'll just take care all good so we end up driving with him and we're like in the middle of the forest somewhere I don't know where <laughs> we are yeah. it's pitch black 
and like we, it was a lot longer than what he said and then we got there and we couldn't see anything cause, like we just had torches and things and then you go into this like um cabin i guess and it's like there's nothing in it it's like just bare it's um there's like no heating or anything okay. it's just like Ah, oh, this is it. Like, cool. <laughs> and we're like, oh my god, it's like we're gonna get killed here. Yeah. Like, we're in the middle of the forest. There, there was like a sauna, like just these like, kind of like classic Scandinavian <laughs> yeah. setup, and, and it was really cool. But like we were pretty scared. It was two two bands were on tour with, so we're like enough of us. So we were, like, bears lurking around. Yeah, it was freezing, and we we're like, so we end up getting all the merch out of the van, like all these t-shirts we bring along, hoodies and stuff, and we like made like a floor like soft <laughs> and then we all kind of like just huddled up and like slept together like <laughs> right on top of each other it was, it was an amazing experience but like you think about it now and you'd be like oh no let's like, let's not do that <laughs> yeah exactly but we just roll the dice every night like you know it could be it could be an amazing house like in america with places like in the midwest when when all the mortgages crash and everything oh, yeah. and there's like these whole like kind of gated villages where people have like just completely left and so they would take us out there and you'd go into these big mansions and it's like, again, nothing in the house and they're kind of just squatting there. So yeah. we just go and rock up and get our sleeping bags and, and have sleep them in the mansion. <laughs> and yeah, it's like super weird. That so, is, yeah, that's, that's crazy. Yeah, so negatives like also positive. <laughs> it sounds like, yeah, negative, but you speak about it with such fondness. Like. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I'm thinking about, I'm trying to think of all weird ones and it's like, there, there was so many, so yeah. Have there been any scenarios where you really felt we have got to get the hell out of here and you just up and left? Or is it the Scandinavian um, one was just the, the, the height? That's probably, yeah. Like, there's been nothing too too crazy. Like, there's been, like, real dirty places and no. stuff where you don't want to spend too much time, like, real kind of squat. Because, like, a lot of the Europe scene, like, you're playing really good, well-catered-for um, places, in, especially in Germany and stuff, um, in Switzerland or yeah. those kind of places that are more well-off. Then you go somewhere like... I don't know, Czech Republic or, yeah. or Budapest or something. Yeah. Um, we and it feels like you're staying in like communist kind of like prisons <laughs> and stuff. Um, which, but you know, they've given us a place to stay, so yeah. you can't say you're not gonna like. Excuse me, where's the heating? Yeah, exactly. So like, yeah, there's been times that like, uh, yeah, not really ever scared for our health or anything. Like again, Southeast Asia was can be a bit not scary, but like. You know, we're just driving around, like someone's just driving us around in this bus and we're going in the dark and the traffic's crazy. Yeah. Like, you know, people are, and we're going out to these villages and then they're trying to get this bus up a this, like, mud hill and like, you're like, we're going to roll off the hill soon. And <laughs> yeah. like, then you end up getting in the place and you're sleeping in like, again, it looks like maybe a bit like a prison. Just yeah, like yeah. walls and, and we're just like, there's photos of us just like, all squashed together and you don't know what you're gonna wake up to and then but the people are so friendly and yeah. like they just want to show you a good time and show you their culture so yeah really lucky in that sense yeah i think it's cool that sounds awesome yeah yeah Travel heaps by the sound of it yeah we're, we're really lucky i, I do miss it yeah, yeah. <laughs> i miss doing that yeah so i've got in front of me this is australia volume two yeah um i listened to the song as well i think last week yeah you've got one song in here right yeah just one yeah 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 so we're pretty lazy we only record one song at a time these days <laughs> <laughs> but this is um what's like the story behind this is just a collab yeah a whole so bunch of bands. um there was a volume one and yep. it's a good friend of mine from sydney who now lives in adelaide so he was in some bands from sydney called last nerve and um restraint who were before our time yeah 
but we toured with them um, when we were around and then so we had a really good relationship with, with Pete and those guys and um, I've stayed in contact with him and so when he does records every now and again he said oh would you guys be interested in doing because he wants to like kind of promote Australian hardcore a bit more because mm-hmm. it can be quite hard like kids are always you know whatever's cool like the yeah. American bands or whatever yeah. you know thing it can be quite hard to to get people into your own yeah. bands yeah. Um, so he tries to really push that and that's really cool so all the young younger bands on that obviously we haven't played with a lot of them but yeah. I know a lot of the guys in the band so it's cool to uh, share cool. a record with those guys yeah just just so happened that we were we kind of like oh actually we time we wrote a song kind yeah. of thing so yeah it worked out good Talking about, I know, I'm just having a look at the cover here. You've got the ocean here. You're pretty keen on surfing. Yeah, yeah. Um, were you a bodyboarder at the start of it? I was. Sure you, thing. You, you dragged? Yeah, I sure did. <laughs> you dragged I, that flaccid thing across the water? Until, I reckon I wasn't until about 30 till I actually started surfing. Oh, really? So I'm 40 now. So I reckon I've only been surfing 10 years. What made you switch? I don't know, actually. I, I don't think there was any conscious... I mean, I started working at Rusty. You're getting sick of them dro- dropping in on you? Yeah, you? maybe, yeah. <laughs> and a lot of my friends had started surfing. Yeah. And um, it's, it's weird because, like, one of my friends um, who we grew up bodyboarding with since high school, his dad is, a, like, a surfboard shaper. Yeah. And it's weird that, like, there was a big group of us, like, six or seven of us who were all tight group at school, and we all bodyboarded. And um, even Simon, he, he never got into surfing until later on as well oh, really? and I, I find it weird that he the dad shaper didn't push us in that way because usually like yeah. you know surfers are like oh come yeah. on get off the get off the bodyboard kind of thing yeah. um, don't get the respect we deserve I don't yeah know. <laughs> but um nah I, I, well I moved here from England when I was when I was about 10 or 11 yeah um my parents were massive fans of the beach but I guess me and my brother he's a bit younger than me um when we got here beach was so different to yeah. you know <laughs> to grow up in England and um, I really got into it and I, the first thing I picked up was like a hot shot bodyboard it was yeah. like a foamy with a uh, kind of like a weird kind of um, cover over it yeah. and it's like rashes you up big time <laughs> but I loved it and I'd, I'd spend so many hours in the water and yeah. just like down at Cottesloe because that was like the, the tourist beach yeah. even though there's not many waves there yeah. like you'd find something and when you're smaller any waves away yeah. I guess yeah, yeah so then my mates growing up in primary and high school all bodyboarded too, so we just carried that on and loved it. Yeah, it was a boom. It was like the tension era, wasn't it? Was it was huge, yeah. I like, yeah, I, I really look back on that fondness. And not that I'd, I'd pick up a bodyboard now, I've got one in my shed still, but I just yeah. don't. I did pick it up probably a couple of years ago and I went out and it was not a very good day. And yeah. I, that, that put me off it again because yeah. I was like, oh, it's not like, I'm not getting enough out of it kind of thing. We're going tomorrow if you want to yeah? tag along. I've got a, I've got like, Four spares. boards, I can show you. I've got like because I bodyboarded as well, yeah. I surf a little bit, but horrible. And at Rusty Hell, I kept my bodyboarding history yeah. secret, like yeah. Knows. yeah. That's the same thing. Like when I started working there, I'm probably like, Oh, yeah, I surf, you yeah, know, bodyboard surf. But don't say it, yeah. You know, I, just, yeah. I, I just put them all in the same, like, I surf. yeah, oh, really? I kind of feel almost a little bit embarrassed when people are like, Oh, you, you've been like, you surf, don't you? It's like, Bodyboard, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Te- technically, yeah, yeah, yeah. away from it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, it's yeah, it's a bit like that. And and now I don't think I think it's a lot different now. Like when I see bodyboarders out in the water now, mm. I think it's really cool because you've come from there, right? Yeah, you and it's not respect. And most of the time, 
I find bodyboarders are, are way more in tune with the ocean than, than a lot of the surfers out there. But they don't drop in as yeah, much. Yeah, they know where to sit, they know yeah. where to go, yeah. where the wave to be in the right spot. Whereas, yeah, you know, now, like ever, especially since COVID, um, the amount of people in the water, yeah, it's getting a bit not dangerous, but like there's a lot of learners out there, yeah. and yeah. Um, they don't look, do they? No, they just they paddle just, and they stare. Yeah, like. and I've seen a few incidents happen. Not like anything bad, but like. It's it's can be quite dangerous, yeah. um, especially learning to surf at places like Scarborough or Tree. Yeah, um, it's a it's close out, and it's it's yeah, it's not very fun if you if you're not getting it. And I think that's what puts a lot of people off after a while. Like they buy buy all the gear, and yeah. then they're like, it's not how it looks on on TV. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not that easy. Surfing's yeah. hard. Like, um, yeah, I, I I do both. I bodyboard a little bit more just because I'm. You can just go with the board. You can charge any wave. Yeah, yeah. yeah and I got yeah. a fin cut. I was surfing. Um, I was with you, right? Yeah, was yeah. I with you? I, I had board, the yeah. I had the softboard out. Yeah. And I got a fin cut, which is pretty small, but it was just on my foot. Mm. Um, and it kept me out of the water for like six weeks. Yeah. Domain yeah. broke her leg surfing. <sighs> Domain broke her leg surfing. Wow. Yeah. Um, yeah. She was in Mullaloo. It was really shallow. Yeah. And sort of got taken off a wave and yeah. broke her ankle. It's heavy, yeah. Yeah, well, it's a bit scary for me. Like that's one of the reasons I don't. Well, he started like, two years ago. Yes, body body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. just picked because that came on these guys now. Yeah, love it. But yeah, the whole coming off a board and then those fins, man, they just. I know. Freak, like, yeah, just, yeah. I think that's part of the thing, especially when I was growing up. Like the body board was not that it was less scary, but it's like it's there's less that can go wrong. Yeah, you know. I remember, wrong. like you know, when I was younger, you know, you wanted everything, all the gear. Let's say so. Mm-hmm. I had. I had a gaff with a visor, so a helmet for riding a bodyboard around have that? Perth. I've still got it, yeah. <laughs> oh, awesome. And it's got like a bad boy sticker on the back, like the, the face. Yeah. Um, so you'd have all these different things, but you're surfing like, you know, two foot like beach breaks. Yeah. And, um, but yeah, I used to be super scared. And even like my mate got, he was a bodyboarder as well. We used to go to Mandra and. and a wedge? Uh, no, nah, we'd surf like a place called Melrose because a few friends had houses or like. You know, shacks down there yeah. um, we go there every holidays and it's it seemed really good then like when I go past now I'm like oh maybe it wasn't that good but <laughs> yeah. it seemed big and it was like a good reef break and everything and um, but I remember like one Christmas um, my friend Adam he got a new bodyboard so it was like oh yeah cool we all get new bodyboards at Christmas and stuff um, I guess he called someone or spoke to someone the day after and he'd been run over by a, a goat boater you know the oh. um, so they're on Wasty. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, and his new board had just got like a big fin straight through and he got cut up and it was like, and that just made me more like, oh, I don't want to get hit. And the, yeah. at the time, like there was the thing at Trig Point, there was um, SALT. Have you ever heard of that? It was like, it was an acronym for Surfers Against Lid Traffic. Ah. Oh. So there was a big thing, like this was the was this bodyboarding with, Yeah, when that Bodyboarding, I remember when I used to go down, there was more bodyboarders than surfers. Yeah, I so it was like, yeah. you know, all the kids were into it. And um, so the, the older surfers yeah. were getting really like annoyed and they're like, is this getting overrun? So there was like this group, um, I think it was point guys. And yeah, they would kind of like, I don't know if they would actively try to run over people, but like they were like, definitely not um, to too friendly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty wild then. Yeah. And it made you just want to, uh, that's why I think bodyboarders, these days, tend you tend to find more of the quiet spots and the yeah. more they, you know, bodyboards yeah. find the heavier waves yeah. and the waves that surfboards kind of ride and stuff. So, yeah, that is a good thing about bodyboarding. Like you do 
grab the bigger waves because a lot of the time the guys out there are surfing. Yeah, yeah. You know, they're not really that competent. A lot of them. Yeah, yeah. So they don't even bother. So yeah. you get your own big waves, I guess, which is good. Yeah, we've um we usually do a blend. Can you drink it? So no, I've got a blend. Will a blend? Will a blend. <laughs> yeah. Um, should we do that? We can. We yeah. this one's alcoholic, but we can do a non-alcoholic. I was wondering version. why you had two two glasses each. <laughs> oh, this was we did a, a oh, comparison. Yeah, I've got to also go to Lou. Yeah. So, yeah. What are you? Are you going to tell us what you're going to blend? Uh, I will tell you. <laughs> yeah. Have you heard any of the episodes? No. No. So we we blend food that tastes good, and we're like, can you drink it? Ah. And it doesn't always work, eh? We did meat pie and and a beer and some tomato sauce a couple of weeks ago. It's the worst thing in the world. It's so terrible. Yeah. We that, start, does, that does sound pretty rough. It yeah. does. But you think, you know, you eat it and, and you drink it and it's all good. But mm. we started off pretty good. I did, we did um, hot cross bun, ice cream, some uh, Nutella and some milk. Yeah. That was really that sounds good. It was yeah. actually good. Like, so, yeah. But then when you start putting meat and stuff, yeah. things just start going wrong. So Yeah, I didn't even thought about that. Like, Blending meat, and yeah, stuff. yeah. Just does it. <laughs> Last week we had some bacon. Yeah, we did pancakes, bacon, maple syrup, and ice cream, and that actually worked. So bacon, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Bacon's the secret meat, I think, like okay. the one that works. So I see what. I'm curious what he's so got. He's got still, has he made it already, or is he? I think we'll have to put it together. So yeah, just hopefully it's good because. It, just soul crushing when you end your episode on just yeah. gross shit. <laughs> Keeps it interesting. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it could like I'd love to find just a holy grail where just you don't think it's going to work. Yeah. And then and all of a sudden, it's the like, best thing. And yeah. everyone's like, I want, yeah. I want this. I want to blend that. Yeah. Did you want to do the blend now? Uh yeah. So we've got our mix here. The mix we've got is mango sorbet, passiona, some vodka, and some summer ale beer from Blaster Brewing. It looks really good. Cheers. 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 <laughs> you have a lot of head though, Albert. I know you like your head, Ben. Especially from you. It's good. Oh, right? that's lovely. Yeah. It's good, isn't it? Yeah, that works. Ed, you made a cocktail. I made a cocktail. What a summery cocktail for winter. What did you call, what did you call it? La, La Biracana. La Biracana. I get like an aftertaste of beer though. I'm not sure if it's that great. The initial taste is lovely. Yeah, the beer vodka. Yeah. It's, a, yeah. it's all congealed. It looks like you've actually jizzed in the bottom of my cup. <laughs> there, is a, <laughs> there is that weird aftertaste. Yeah, the beer comes oh. up the passiona. Oh, you've got this multi-layered cocktail yeah. album. I would think overall success. Yeah, success. It's, yeah, not it shit. It's positive to me. Yeah. <laughs> so the what would you rather I have today for you is, would you rather drink a quarter of a cup of Kid Leroy sweat <laughs> or a cup of Taylor Swift's urine like 250 mils Jeez. 250 so that filled up with Taylor Swift's urine or a quarter of um, Kid Leroy's just come to Perth he's jogged up and down West Coast <laughs> Highway <laughs> <laughs> oh man that's pretty tough my first thought was I'm going to go to sweat I reckon yeah, I, I think I'm going to go Kid Leroy Sweat. Sweat. I mean, I don't know too much about him. I've seen him in the news lately, <laughs> yeah. and uh, he looks pretty young. You can't, be, can't smell that bad. I don't know. Where's the sweat from? His balls. <laughs> <laughs> it's half a cup of ball sweat. Half a cup of ball sweat, yeah. or just forest sweat. Just normal sweat. You're on just a step further, isn't it? Sweat is a tough one, though. Mm. I don't know. I know Ben's like, Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift. Oh, yeah. yeah. I reckon her urine would taste like this. <laughs> and I'd probably like look a, like it as well. Prosecco. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> 
a nice draft. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how I feel about this one. I'm, I'm tending to go for the urine. Yeah. As long as she's had a had a lot lot of water on that day. So basically, <laughs> yes. No, she's just had she's a not dehydrated. It's just bright yellow. Yeah. No, it's Darius. The yeah. Before, and, and it's not fresh. Either. Oh, it's warm or is it cold? Yeah, that it's room temperature. Yeah. Room temperature. Room temperature. Body temperature. What you think you'd like some cold sweat? No, I'm thinking cold, <laughs> cold urine is probably nicer than body temperature urine, right? Even sweat. I, like, I feel like sweat. Maybe cold would be better. Cold sweat, yeah. I don't know. Because in Bali, have, have you seen you get those bottles of water? It's actually called sweat. Yeah, curry sweat. Yeah, yeah. so you'd be like drinking that. Yeah, so maybe I'd be into it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd yeah. Ask for more. Well, um, the week before last, we did a blend and I had a mystery ingredient and I told him <laughs> it was Domenico's breast milk. <laughs> then you sent me a link. Which, I, which it wasn't, it was just, a, just normal milk. You sent me a link about people selling breast milk. Did I? Yeah. Oh, okay. You I'm can sure. get, I think, about a grand for a cup of, yeah. for half a litre. It's quite lucrative. Yeah. yeah. So with Dominica not working and all, mm, budgets are tight. A, why not? Look her up like the, you know, like the farmer, just get a little, one of those little stools you can <laughs> oh, sorry, Dominica. <laughs> she doesn't listen to this podcast, that's all good. That'd be the one part she listens to. What did Ben just say? Yeah. I was straight to that bit. Look at me like a Jersey cow. Um, before we go, I reckon we should do a guess the movie. Yeah, let's do it. So, have you got your speaker? So, let's try. Right. So, there's no don't worry about not being good because, like I said, it took about three weeks for me to get one. Okay. Right. I've, got a, I've got a couple of hard ones for Ben. Every week, trying to connect to this thing. Like, when I'm at home listening to music, yeah. connect Bluetooth, play, all mm-hmm. good. Try to do it on a podcast. Connected to somebody who's driving past in a car. Yeah. <laughs> so do you want to do yours first, Albert? Yeah, I'll do an easy one and let it play out. Okay. Is it Ashton Jerry one or two? I know what it is. It's Dumb and Dumber. Dumb and Dumber. Oh. <laughs> Well, there you go. It's one of those classic scenes. Was I meant to leave it go the whole way? Yeah, no, it's cool. Sorry. I've got a couple of tough ones, I think. I'm a gigolo. A gigolo? Women pay me to give them pleasure. Uh, How'd you get that job? (sighs) Um, It's Rob Schneider. Yeah, it's a pretty old movie now. He's a Juice Bigelow. It is Juice Bigelow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Would you would you, you get close or I wouldn't no, no. I wouldn't <laughs> <No>. do that. <laughs> Alright, this one I'd love to see you. Yeah, that was for you. And you and your whispering eye. <laughs> Alright, um bye. I know what that is. Whispering eye. Any ideas? No idea. I'm <laughs> terrible. It's <laughs> role models. Role models, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um getting better at this, Albert, you are. Well, these are all the movies I've seen. Okay, I think you'll. So we did one where we where we spoke about it, like we did a script. Yeah. Or we just said, um, just made know, up. Boy like goes down to the shops, loses, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, no idea. Like Jurassic yeah. Park. Or the, yeah. The, but these ones are easier. I think these are easier. Yeah. Right. I'll do. I'll do the next easy one, and then the last one. I think I'll end. No, no one will get it. Here we go. Well, look who joined the party. Did you have fun? Oh yes, I did. Oh yes, I did. So I guess old hanky pecky wasn't enough for you, huh? It wasn't for me. Thoughts? 
It's Jim Carrey. It is Jim Carrey. Um, oh, the um, end. Do you know? Liar, liar. No, not liar, liar. Uh, is it me, myself, and Irene? It's me, myself, and Irene. Oh, well, oh, I'm yeah. actually not this good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. I've got this. These, these are real tough one. <laughs> this is a tough one. All right. Let's go. Okay. What have we got? You can teach those people to hate me all you want. I don't care. I am leaving you. I won't have to teach your child to hate you. He'll do that all by himself. Do I have to cut out a C word there? (laughs) (laughs) I cut cut one out last week. (laughs) That's a tough one. That is a tough one. I wouldn't get it. I'm blank. Yeah. No, I've no. What's eating good? Great. I'll give you some tips. Okay. It is, uh, as you can see, it's a drama. Yeah. Or maybe even. An erotic, an erotic <laughs> drama. Um, it's got Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. His Gone Girl. His Gone Girl. Yeah, well done. Yeah. Ben. Uh, okay. Yeah. There's, there's a book, is there? I think. I think yeah, it's based on the book. Yeah. 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 Have you read the book? No, I watched the movie though. Yeah, I, I don't. didn't ask him. <laughs> Do you read books? Ah, yes, yeah, yeah, I read some books, yeah. I read books. I struggle to read yeah. a book. Yeah. And I should because, like, that movie apparently, Domenica, has, she watched the movie and mm. read the book. Yeah. And every time you're with someone who's read the book before the movie, oh, yeah. Yeah. oh there's so much more detail. Oh, yeah. that person's like, that's... And apparently that book is... Because she's quite crazy. Yeah. There's a lot of her thoughts right. in the book, yeah. which they don't, don't show in the, movie, in the movie, but the movie's good. Yeah, the movie was good, though. Was, yeah, she, she was crazy. Yeah. Right, I'll do my last one and I think this will be a challenge. Hello. My name is Inigo Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die. It's a tough one. It's a, it's a pretty well-known movie though. Albert, do you know? I think you've got like a bit of a just like I know smirk on your face. So my favourite movies when I was a kid yeah. was Back to Future. Yeah. Willow. Yeah. Star Wars Return of the Jedi. Uh-huh. I'd, I'd like the next band to the way. And Princess Bride. Oh, it's the Princess Bride. Yeah. Oh, wow. Well done. Okay. Well done. I've never watched that, but Laura, my wife, always tells me, you got to watch this. It's on Netflix now. Okay. I, I have to watch it the first time on YouTube, but yeah. now it's on Netflix. Does it date well? Yeah, like, I think it, it does. It's just a little fantasy movie that... And who's in it? Robin Wright Penn or Robin Wright? Yeah, I think Robin Wright. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She was the, think, the main oh, the actress. The, yeah. yeah. Buttercup, whatever her name was. <laughs> Yeah, rocking the shit back then. <laughs> so. That's cool. That was good. Well, better than expected. Well, I got nothing. Yeah. <laughs> got the new album. I, got one. Yeah. I knew it was Jim Carrey. Yeah, yeah. Ace Ventura. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was gonna do. A, I was gonna play a live music scene oh, yeah. um, for you because you recorded with. Was it your third album you recorded in New York? Yep. Yeah. With. Sick of, with the sick of it all producer or something yeah like yeah. yeah yeah so he'd done quite a lot of um i guess more popular american hardcore bands bands we yeah. all love so which is kind of the reason why we went over there and yeah. did it with him but it was also a really nice guy so yeah did you just live in new york for a while did you we we went out there and we just stayed in a like cheap motel for about three weeks i think yeah okay and just recorded the album there yeah, yeah. like all there was four of us at the time, so a guitarist did the bass as well because we were without a bass player at the moment. Yeah. Um, but it was it was an amazing time actually. It was so good to be out of Perth in your normal life to yeah. actually record. So you were like, especially being New York, we were staying in um, Queens, so it was like oh, the, the rougher, you know, part of New York. So yeah. it was 
so much life going on. Yeah. It was amazing to stay there. And yeah, I think that's why the album came out better than what we expected, I guess. What's the album exactly? Uh, Endless Roads. Endless Roads, yeah. It's the one after Rewind Repeat. Oh, that's the one with the, the road with the yeah, snow trees. trees. Yeah, but so that's all... in New York, is it? That photo? No, that's, um, that's actually a photo from one of our tours, probably like when we were in Sweden or something oh, like that. Oh, okay. Um, so that whole album, the whole artwork is like photos of we've taken along the way. Yes. Yeah. Like I said before, we were having, you know, not everyone was sitting on their phones. We actually had like cameras and yeah, we yeah. try and document the trips. Take actual photos. So it worked out really cool in that way and we've always tried to, yeah, use stuff that we did ourselves. Yeah, that was a, that was a cool photo. I saw yeah. That was good. Yeah. All the stamps on there. Yeah. No, that was all our like, um, got the our graphic designer who played with us for a bit as well like he helped, helped us kind of envision the thing and all our put our passports like kind of graphically oh, yeah. print them so it's yeah. all our stuff as well so i look at my passport now like because i've got a new one just recently and my old one had so many stamps and i was like this is so cool yeah and these days you don't even get stamps so you're like yeah oh. you actually can ask them sometimes when you, you go can? through like yeah. oh, can you just stamp it for me yeah. please and like okay <laughs> <laughs> blow the dust off of it <laughs> Cool. Awesome. That was cool. So that's another another one in the bag. Episode yeah. 10 done. That's it. Thanks yeah. for coming. Yeah, it was oh, good, chat. Right. good chatting to you. No, yeah. Hopefully there's something there of yeah. some work. Oh, no. It was, yeah, good stuff. Because <laughs> it's always good like talking to people and you can hear their passion and, and things. Yeah. So it's always it's always Yeah, rather than having to always yeah, guide a conversation. Yeah. So now it makes it yeah really interesting to listen to as well and talk to. So Do you yeah. say you usually do it at Joondalup? Yeah, go yeah. up in Joondalup. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I do the track up there, yeah. fill up the car with petrol, uh-huh. get there with half a tank. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's not not bloody fun. expensive though, isn't it? Yeah. It's amazing. Get on your little scooter album. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not little... making that far, hey? <laughs> no, I won't. All right, so cool. we're have done. Have a good week. long weekend. Can I have your car? Sweet. <laughs> Curious ramblings. <laughs> oh, bonjour,